You're listening to the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Harden, and I'm so glad you showed up for our relationship chat today, as well as for you and your people. We're all about living intentionally here so you can experience joy and balance in your relationships once again or for the very first time. Be sure you hang with us on our social media platforms. And if you like research like I do, make sure you check out our website at enneagramandmarriage.com for our weekly newsletter, freebies, and so much more, as well as at Instagram and Facebook. We have so many goodies to share with you. Let's dive right in together. Hey guys, I'm so grateful that we get to chat today all about your internal Enneagram narratives and ENM membership. I'm going to be having Jen on in a few minutes to join me for both conversations, but I'm so very glad you joined us in, if you're listening live, week 43 of 2022. And I know this because we are headed on our track every single week through the Enneagram and Marriage Planner. And it's been quite a journey through this whole year and particularly this month as we talk about dealing with extended family. So we are chatting a tiny bit about that today, but mostly we're talking about just another topic that I want you guys to use with extended family, but also just in your own life and marriage, and that is your internal Enneagram scripts. So we're going to talk about those, and I'm throwing in a bit of narrative therapy as well as a bit of internal family systems so that you guys can get a glimpse of what it looks like to merge Enneagram in with some of the better counseling tools out there. And very simple exercise we're going to do later in today's episode. So get ready for that. Make sure you have a cozy place to rest in a few minutes and then we can really do that part. So feel free to be on your walk and talk with us or in your car, wherever you're at. It's just so awesome that you're joining us for this internal growth process because you know what? You are so worth it and so is your family. And if you've been following e for a while, you know my huge heart is for you to really reuptake with healthy rhythms for yourself and your personal instincts so that you can really have good refreshment in your life and then you you know, I ask you to bring that to your spouse and family so you have something to bring. And then your light, your glow shines out there in the world. You totally sparkle. I was laughing as I was listening to the new Midnight's album by T Swift, and I was like, oh my gosh this is a good song for this bejeweled. How everybody's like, hey, you know what? Like I'm balanced. I have homeostasis. I'm doing great. So anyway, (laughs) maybe a far cry for some of you to feel like that even goes together. But for me, I thought it all worked out with the glow so beautifully. And I hope you're having a good start to your week or whatever part of the week you're in. That was a fun record to listen to. And of course, very four wing five moments to it and some heartfelt moments. But I love storytelling. I love narratives. And that's why I love to bring you guys right along with me as we delve in in a few minutes to talking about what are the exercises we can do to work on our own internal scripts. Because as you know, this is what gets us stuck. Our thoughts are great when they're healthy, but we have all kinds of philosophies and ideologies that we don't always even realize are going on internally. And our feelings are often in that amygdala response, drawing us to process in the 
forefront of our brain. And we'll talk more next week about the brain with the wonderful Dr. Jerome. But for today, just suffice it to say, you and I know that those emotions and those stories really evoke in us actions. And so we want to make sure you are the very healthiest with your actions. So before we have Jen on and before we have uh, chats about the ENM Collective, which is reopening right now, I want you guys to just for a minute take some inventory with me about a quick internal script that you are telling yourself about the holidays. So whatever it is and wherever you're at in your calendar year, if you are planning your holiday time or just thinking, oh yeah, when we do that, this is how it is, I want you to notice whether it has a positive or a negative spin. And if it's got a positive spin and it's not healthy and it's just you're lying to yourself, obviously look at that. But if it's positive otherwise, great. And if it's negative, I want you to pay attention to something with me. I want you to notice that when you've been through this situation before and you're trying to look at the story of your life and what's gone wrong to make you feel negative about holidays or extended family or just something you're stuck in right now in your marriage, I want you to notice when you felt better in the past surrounding this topic and this issue, if you ever had the experience of feeling okay about it, what did it look like? And that's just a mini way for us to enable an opening for you to say, when you had this problem before in your life, what did you do to get free of it? And would you like more of that in your life? And I think your answer is probably, yes, I really do. I want to get free of the unhealthy dialogue that I bring to the stories of my family and my extended family. And if you need extra help, like on the very specifics with in-laws, you can listen to last week's Dr. Allison Cook was on and she found out the same day she was on that she's a bestseller. And then right before that, we had the wonderful Haley Brown of Salt and Light Therapy. And I love her so much. She's such a gifted e coach and a therapist for a decade. She is truly gifted with helping us to look in the past. She's part of the 5-9 marriage and they go backwards in order to notice in such a healthy way, like we're talking here about these scripts, what went right and what went wrong before so that we can allow ourselves to move forward in a healthy way. So I want you to do that with me for just a minute before we get started on the rest of our convo. Just take a second here to realize what went right even in the midst of your problems before, during these stressful times. It might be something as simple as, you know, I remember I left a little bit earlier than my spouse and we both ended up having a good time because they really did end up needing to stay longer to feel satisfied and I ended up leaving and we both felt happy about that. It might be that that would have happened, but you're realizing, you know, I forgot to communicate that before we left. So this year I'm going to do that, but I'm going to make sure we both know and we both get it as much as I can have, you know, you obviously have to align as perfectly as you can, but it's not always exactly perfect. And that's okay too. It might be even something that you say, you know, honestly, we're not doing poorly with extended family, but in our marriage, I noticed that we don't have a lot of time during that fourth quarter of the year when things get really busy and we feel like we're treading water, but something that really helped me last year was when we had that special date night in the middle of it all. So I want you to take hold of what has helped you through the stressful times in your life and think about what were you thinking, feeling, doing. And if you'd had even a friend like your best friend meet up with you in this time, 
what would they have said to you about that? Like my best friend, Stacy might've been like, oh, you know what, Krista? Like I see your, maybe it's a visit to Michigan and she sees me going from place to place and person to person. And she says, you know, you look like you're doing great. Sometimes I see you and you have a migraine, um, total head type issue. Um, and when you get overstimulated, watch out, yuck. And not only that, you are dragging because you're running around like you're a body type, but you're not. And you're just, you don't have a safe place. So you're just kind of tired and wiry and overly loopy. And she still loves me and accepts me when I'm like that. But if she sees me when I'm doing better, she's going to be happy for me. She's going to call it out in me. And when's the last time somebody did that for you because they saw you doing a counter move? And for me, it might literally look like saying, Stacy, I want to have a visit with you, but can I have 10 minutes on your couch to replenish? so that we can just be honest with ourselves that I can't run around all day and all night without a break. And she would say yes. So think about what it took in the past, what it could look like in the future, and nuance it because mine was such a particular issue with me and yours is going to be so particular with you. And here's the last thing I'm gonna say about it. Nobody else is fully going to get it. I'm lucky to have this really Enneagram friendly best friend. She's not like a total Enneagram buff like me, but she gets it. She's like, oh my gosh, you're a seven. You run a lot. Let's make sure that in order for us to have a better visit that is more present focused, that you get the rest you need. Even if it's like in your car before you come in, or you are going to have to be a few extra minutes because one of the in-laws kept you. So she gets it and try to hopefully have people who get it. But even if they don't, even if it's just you, I am here on the other end of this microphone. I get it. Beautiful, okay? You are good to go if you can work with your body to establish balance so that your rhythms are healthy and so that you are not only experiencing that healthy sympathetic nervous system that knows how to have fight or flight as needed, but also the parasympathetic nervous system that says, I'm relaxed, I'm rested, I can digest, I can nap a bit, and I know I'm safe, and I can just let go for a while. Because honestly, our body would prefer that a little bit. We need both, but our body doesn't want to be tense all the time. So figure out some ways to do that. You're going to hear Dr. Jerome next week talk about the long, deep breath. So start with that, and we'll get into more details on that next week. We're going all in on the brain and I'm excited about that. So this is a great place to start though, is taking a look at your internal narratives. And we're going to be doing a major Enneagram exercise like that. But first, Jen and I are going to talk a little bit about in-laws and a little bit about our collective. Because as I said, if you want deeper dives with us. We really want to give them to you. And we know how busy life is, guys. I get it. It's like flying by. But what we do in the collective is we take intentional time to dive deep together so that we do have a safe place to process. And it's been a real gift to me too in this last quarter. So we're reopening those doors so that you can get on in 
If you also need support, that's a little bit more than just hearing my voice, but you want to do exercises with us regularly, you want feedback, you want to ask questions, you want to have fellowship time together. This is a lot of fun and it's my people. And when Wes asked me, like, what are you doing for your people? I'm like, okay, last night I visited with the girls and a friend. Yesterday morning, I had a good walk with my friend Liza and my um, friend down here. We do every single Wednesday. Uh, We're studying anatomy and physiology and geography in the world this year, and we do a lot of hands-on exploratory. Like this week, we literally had the kids dissect a sheep brain. Like I get a lot of time, but but I was telling him my collective meeting and my coaches meeting each month are part of that too. And it's really fun for me to have, like I am not quite as dependent on the physical times as he is because he's a social subtype. This is my group. So if you need a group and you love learning about marriage and having a safe place to grow and you need it, frankly, you know that your marriage is hanging on by a thread or that you want to do coaching, but this is more affordable, a lot more affordable, then check out what we're going to share about that. And either way, stick around for the end of the episode because we're taking you through one of the exercises that I brought into our collective and I'm bringing it to you to give you a sampling of and often do there every time with our exercises but this is one that particularly stood out to Jen and I because it's a good exercise to keep doing as you look at your internal Enneagram system inside of you so it's a very it should be very telling and I think it's going to be very interesting so stick around for that let me have Jen on as we talk about the collective and then do the exercise Jen, thank you so much for coming and sharing with us on the ENM pod today. Oh, I'm so happy to be back, Krista. Thank you. Absolutely. I love your coaching. I love chatting with you, and we always are chatting. So we're just bringing it out here today to share with everybody we love here at ENM. Yes, yes. We always have such a fun conversation. Yes, and meaningful because lately Jen and I have been talking about personal growth. So we're going to talk with you guys about that today. We're going to take you through an exercise. Are you excited for that, Jen? Oh my gosh, yes. I love your exercises. They're so, so good for my soul. Oh, me too. Because as you all know, on this show, we do a lot of busy time where we're growing and talking about family and just interviewing people. And today, Jen and I just wanted to take some time with you to not only tell you about our collective, but also take you through an exercise. And we know we're right in the middle. If you're listening live October, 2022 of the holiday season where it's coming on us, we're trying to prepare with in-laws. And so I'm just going to ask Jen a little bit about that first and put you on the spot. Jen, how are you doing as you prep for holidays and just try to plan for some healthy engagement with extended family? Well, I will say after listening to your episode this past week that I was thinking a lot about that. And I think my keyword is the planning. And as everyone knows, I'm a one. So planning Mm -hmm. is super important to me, but planning things out and then making sure that I'm understanding the balance of my instincts. And so I'm self-preservation dominant. And so what I usually do when I know we have a lot of social coming up is just fitting in self-preservation times and planning that ahead. And my family knows that my even young children know that, that mommy needs to go read her book for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so actually when I'm at my in-laws house, I do the same thing where I'm like, okay, I'm going to go for a run or I'm going to go to the gym by myself for a little bit. And I just plan that throughout the day. And if they understand that and I'm doing it in a kind way, I think there's a lot more grace that's given rather than the pressure that I need to be involved in every activity at every moment. 
I love that. And I love that you know that even though you lead with the self-pres instinct and we're always trying to balance, you realize that over holidays, we need to lean into our strengths. And that's one of your strengths. And you're like, okay, I'm good at this. I can make my holiday better if I make sure I get a little bit of this time. So I love that you're kind of preparing people. This is something that you're going to need, but it's going to make you be able to say a better yes. Yeah. And I think that's true when it comes to prepping for the holidays, I tend to like things to be very perfectionistic and overdue. And I've given myself a lot more grace um, in the this season where I just say, okay, everything doesn't have to be perfect. I don't have to do it all. But if I can start doing a little bit of shopping now or a little bit of planning now in October, then I feel a lot more settled in that piece as it moves closer to the holidays and things get just get busier. Yeah, that's so good. And I think that it's fairly rare. So I hope listeners who feel the same kind of busyness encroaching upon them can just take some time whenever they're listening to say, like, let me plan a good list for some self-care and let me plan a list for some holiday prep so that you can specifically address what are some boundaries you wanted to set. And Wes and I are doing the same. He actually said he has to use some paid time off. And I, of course, me being a business owner, owner I'm like laughing, like, what's that, dude? You know? <laughs> but it was cute because he was like dreaming a little bit with me about it. And I said, you know, that would be different. We're always serving over the holidays. So I know we always will want to keep that in, but he was talking about doing something relaxing. And I said, you know, that might be nice to have some balance. So I know that you're probably really busy out there listening too, and just be thinking creatively with us about building in a balance so that when the holidays come, it's not just one aspect of you running through. Yes, exactly. It's the balance. And I think once you understand your instincts a little bit better and you're striving for balance in normal life, then when things get a little bit busier, you can be like, okay, how do I really get the balance in so that I'm not more stressed? Mm -hmm. And I really like what you said about just having some time off that you're enjoying too, and not just doing all the things. That's one thing that my husband and I have worked on is not saying yes to everything, especially in the holiday season, Mm -hmm. every activity with school or everything in the community. We just don't say yes to everything so we can fit in more time for ourselves and just our family. Yeah, that's so smart. And it's so good for both of us. We both have the social subtype husband. So it's great for us to be thinking like, how can we balance them in their social desires? And it's also neat to hear when they say, Hey, let's, let's pull away, which I know both of our husbands are good about saying, let's pull away for just some family time too, so that they can still meet people socially on the road too. And I think that's just what I want to encourage listeners out there is as Jen said, just taking some time to get self-care and to do some fun things too, right? Incorporating all of it. Yep. So we are with you guys and make sure you are serving. Like if you do air on the other side, make sure you are putting in some fun time for serving too. But thank you for sharing that, Jen. I am definitely with you. And I'm so excited that we are really also offering our listeners a space to not only do an exercise with us today so that we can make sure we're aligned and as healthy as possible, but just reminding you guys that we do these exercises every month in our collective too. And I'm so glad that you've been loving that, Jen. Yes, yes, I have. The exercises have been wonderful, but the collective has been wonderful for me to be a part of too. We have such a beautiful community Mm -hmm. and I'm just excited to welcome more like-minded people in who want to grow intentionally in themselves and their marriages. 
Oh my gosh, me too. And I don't always keep it open because I do find a lot of value in semesters, if you will, and just really allowing people to get settled and to find who they want to chat with inside of the group. And we are there every single weekday and we just love to nurture the relationships. What have you really found has been a part of the collective that you feel like listeners would like to know more about since they're not inside of it? So inside the collective, actually, it's really great because there's an entire webpage devoted to the collective with so many resources. And one thing I really like is that you walk everyone through the glow stages. Mm. And not only are you walking us through the glow stages, but there's videos with each one so we can understand and then resources to go with each one. And so when we first started the collective, I remember going back and going through all of the stages and talking about them with my husband and saying, which one do you think we're in? right now? Where do you think we were then? And just to kind of go forward and back a little bit. And I don't typically go back in the past (laughs) as one I tend to stay in the present or even think about the future. But it was fun to go back and say, okay, do you remember when we were in this stage and like newly married? And do you remember when we had, you know, we were in the shadows and what that was like. And it was really nice to go back and look through those and then to have action steps of things we can do in the current stage we're in has been really useful for me. And I know we've gotten some great feedback from other members on that as well. Oh, I'm so glad. Yes, we have tried to survey and really, we really allowed our initiators here, which we can't thank enough. So shout out to you guys. But we have these founders who helped us to really just say, hey, we just want to be part of the inside of ENM too. It's a podcast we don't always get to share together. And they helped to inform us what topics they wanted to hear. And so I was really happy that I got some feedback and we got to tweak. And then we added even four extra podcasts a month so we could have some deeper dives together in addition to our trainings. And it makes me so happy, Jen, to hear you say you love the trainings, you love the organized way it's structured, but you especially, it sounds like, really love the core course, the main hub of the collective, which is you and your spouse, you have lots of videos and PDFs to get through these five stages. And that way you can just truly know that your backbone of your marriage is strong, right? Yes. Yeah. To have those resources right there in a really organized way has been very helpful for me as a one. And then the extra podcasts, I really feel like I get to go another level deeper on my Enneagram work. And that has been very useful too. And actually, sometimes I listen to the podcast on repeat and send them to my husband because I find them to be just a whole nother layer of Enneagram work that has just been really, really great for me. And then to be able to use that knowledge with my clients and with my friendships, it's given me a lot of really good work that I can do. I'm so glad that's exactly where I'm at. And I really, as everybody listening knows, I don't like to ever project that anyone is perfect. And I just like showing up again and again. In fact, Jen and I were sharing before we got on here, this Sarah Jane Case has a new book out. And I love this line where she says, we are no longer defined by being great. Instead, we fall in love with the part of us who keeps showing up. And I think that that's really what I want to recommend to everybody who's thinking about joining the collective. And just even if you're just doing your work out there, like keep showing up and doing your work. That's what we're doing inside. We're just doing it on a deeper dive level. And you might've even heard us say before, like we're not trying to be exclusive, but it is a deeper dive. And I am taking a lot of time out for this group. And so it's a very low cost and you get 
basically a lot of great coaching. And also I love that Jen's in there. I love that we have other E&M coaches and counselors who help out with trainings and just drop in to share thoughts. So make sure that if you do feel like you need that extra layer of marriage protection, which who doesn't, that you do join up because we are going to keep the doors open now through November 2nd, 2022, and we'll reopen sometime in 2023. This time we have a new theme that, which is a lot of fun too. And I know, you know that Jen. Yes. And I'm so excited about this theme and I just really want everyone to know that not only are, is the content really good, but is the community that I think is one of the biggest things for me, because I know when I first started learning about Enneagram and I started, you know, working with Enneagram in marriage and using it in my marriage and becoming a coach, I just wanted to like talk to everyone about it. And there were a lot of people who didn't know about her, who wasn't interested outside, you know, in my friend circle, mm -hmm. but to be able to be in a community where everyone is so interested in Enneagram and growth and their marriage and being intentional, it's like all of these like-minded people in one space. Mm -hmm. And I just absolutely love it that we make connections outside of our trainings. You know, we have a Facebook community that people are posting in and encouraging one another and sharing knowledge in. And that too has been really encouraging for me. Hmm, I'm so glad. And we've really focused in on attachment. And as Jen said, the glow stages, which are going to be part of every single season, because that's just part of relationship life. You always want your basic core staples and foundations. But really, I'm excited that you guys who enter now, you're going to get that first layer built in already of we have had already 24 podcasts, as Jen said, a Facebook group dedicated to this so that you could have this more private setting for talking things out and asking questions and sharing what you want to hear next about. But we've really just been able to focus in on how to nurture connection and trust. So if those are parts of your marriage that you feel like are missing in the past, this is already built in for you. So you have these 24 podcasts and four live trainings of Zoom that you get to watch that have already been shared with you. And sometimes you even get to hear from others who are in the collective because we've been really happy to have, like you said, people sharing over the Zooms, just their stories too, because I think it's nice to hear from people just besides me. Yes, yes, it is. And it's been really wonderful to hear from other coaches. Um, and then for other people to be able to share so vulnerably in our safe space that we've created has been great too, because we can offer, um, like I said, a support and encouragement to one another and then ask for advice. I know like we've had quite a few people who said, you know, my husband is a type two, I don't know, and he struggles with this. What do you think? And so it's nice to help others with the knowledge that we've learned because we are all getting a little bit of different things from the Enneagram. There's so many layers to it and aspects to it that it's really nice to be able to take what we've learned and share with others and then to hear what they've learned too. It's true. You're right. Even just hearing what they've learned too. I've loved learning from you and Rob and all of the people that have joined the collective because just as you said, we bring a different range. We bring a different note, if you will, or color palette. And so putting it together was the goal. Learning from each other and with each other was the goal and is the goal. So I just wanted to jump on here and let you guys know that so that those who are just peeking in the window of like, what is this membership about? That you would get a sense that it's about community building. It's about for those who are more introverted, watching videos and PDFs and doing them on your own and doing that also at your own pace. Because I think what you and I have learned, Jen, is that people quit memberships because they feel the pressure of having to do it all. And with an Enneagram and Marriage Collective, 
membership, we're just like, do what parts make sense to you. But we are offering you a good amount in an organized fashion. Yes. And I also think it, you know, it's going to ebb and flow for, for seasons. So some people might be in a busier season now and they just might want to watch the videos or listen to the podcast and they maybe can't do the live trainings or yeah. they can't do the Facebook lives at this season. But then, you know, maybe the season lightens up a little bit and they can do it in another season. And I think we're very understanding and gracious about that. And we're just going to welcome you wherever you are and whatever amount that you want. But please, we always encourage our members to reach out to us and just say like, do you want more? Are we doing enough? Is this good? How can we support and help you along the way? Mm, That's true. And we don't want anyone feeling stuck in the group either, which is why you can cancel at any time. Just because we also know there are seasons where you may say, can I pause my membership? Or is there something that I need to come back to later? I think that that's very important to a group process is that part of the safety. And I hope you stay because we're going to keep learning and we're going to keep going further up and further in together. But I also want you to know that if you join, there's no sense of a clench over you or a guilt trip. We both understand inside of the group and outside of the group that you're doing your best work and we're trusting that with you. But this is here for you and we're excited to share it with you because we have a new fun theme for this year too, for this season too. Yes. And I'm so excited about it. Can you share it with everybody? Yes. We are talking about empowering you inside of your marriage. And I'm so passionate about this topic. I really am because as you know, Jen, that's just part of my own legacy. Yes, exactly. And I think this is really good too, because I've had a few people ask me if they can join our membership community, if they're single If they are, you know, if their spouse doesn't want to do it right now, maybe the spouse doesn't want to be super involved in it. And can they do it just on their own? And I want to encourage everyone, you can do it. If you're single, you can do it. If you're, you know, in a relationship, but your spouse is not interested because there is a space for everyone. And we have other people who are in a similar situation to you. So don't worry if your spouse is not jumping on board with this with you. Exactly. And it's, it's like we said, very low cost. So it should, I mean, you'd have to check with your budget, but it's $29 a month. So just finding that space in your budget for some personal growth, that's not so costly is really helpful. If you're in this space where you're feeling like you are not doing the amount of personal growing that you want, because trust me, that does affect your marriage. And reading through, I was sharing in the recent email, but reading through my mom's old journals, it was so telling when she would write as a young idealistic teenager that she was going to just take care of everybody's needs inside of her family and that there was nothing greater and no greater purpose. And while I totally love that and admire that about her loving heart, I saw her later journals as a mom who was, and and talked to her about this too many times, who was tired, who was feeling frumpy, who was overloaded and who had lost herself, say, you know, there has to be something better for those of us who are in a marriage that we're getting to this middle marriage year or season. And now we're feeling sad and like we don't have purpose. So it's always been a part of every session I do with any client. And now I'm bringing it into the collective to empower you to be as healthy as you can mentally, physically, and spiritually inside of your marriage. Mm, Yes. And I think that's so important to, for us to remember that we need to continually be doing our own work Mm -hmm. as well as doing work in our marriage, because it starts with us. It -hmm. starts with the individual. And so we need to be doing that work and the collective offers that opportunity. And another point I want to bring up, it gives you accountability. 
So I know sometimes I get really lazy with my personal work and I'm like, "Mm, I don't need to do that or I don't need to check that out. But I will say that like knowing that like I have a training coming up and I'm excited about it and I'm thinking, okay, maybe I should, you know, look into that extra thing that Krista brought up or maybe I should read that, you know, book that she suggested because it gives me accountability and motivation too to show up for the people that I'm a part of. Mm, That's neat. And you really speak to, I think a lot of, the most sentimental among us, which are the people saying, I can't spend money on me because I can't invest in me because I have to do for others. And like I said, that was my mom's amazingly loving heart. But the reason I end up being, I think, largely a seven was because she did implode and there was no love to give because there was nothing coming in for her. So I love hearing you say, Jen, like, even if you have a loving heart, do it for the next gen so that they can have you longer potentially so that they can have you more whole. And yes, you're already whole. There's no guilt trip. This is just one way to grow, but I'm loving hearing you say, Jen, that it's been helpful to you in that way as a server, as a busy doing type one, that you've been actually doing your personal growth work. That just blesses me to hear that. Yes. Yeah. And I think that this has really, really been helpful for me to, to have the accountability, like I said, and I think a lot of other people would benefit from knowing that other people are going to be there with you and walking the same, same path you're on. Yes. And that you're right. There's such solidarity in that to know we are not alone on this journey and there are faces to go with it too. And you can see them if you're an introvert, like I said, and just watch the the videos later or just hear my voice coming at you on that extra Wednesday episode inside of the course. And Jen is such an encouraging voice that she loves to share articles and thoughts in the Facebook group. And she is so good about helping you to feel like there's a real person on the other side of the membership, which is very important to us. So it's like a boutique membership, like it's real and we take care of you. So if you want this, let's show them an exercise right now too, Jen, if you're willing to walk through it with me, because then they can just get a little taste of what it's like inside of some of our trainings. Yes, I would love to. And this is one of my favorite exercises that I think you did a few a training or two ago that I really appreciated. And it, mm. as it's been on my mind since you did it, actually. I don't know if I told you that, but I've been thinking about this one. So I'd be happy to go through it again. And then maybe I'll get glean something different out of it. Oh, yay. Okay, let's do this. And I will take everybody through this. What we're going to do is there's generally a sense when you do your Enneagram work that you're just working on this one type, or maybe you're working on arrows or wings. But what I really like and how a lot of people I've noticed actually have been really merging internal family systems with the Enneagram is we are starting to recognize that we are not only made up of parts, but that we each want and have the potential for each Enneagram type to be inside of us. And there's nine of them, as you know, and it's kind of like even the fruits of the spirit, there's nine fruits of the spirit. And you really do want the joy. You want the peace, you want the goodness. And so this exercise just takes you through finding that each part of yourself has a bit of a story, maybe even a bit of a look. And I'll, I'll take you through that in a second with the exercise, but just has a place to grow. And when you can connect with each of the nine types within yourself, you can start to really receive what the best for each of those types is. And let's be honest too, Jen, you might even find parts of yourself you didn't know were dormant or maybe acting Mm -hmm. out in a way you didn't expect, right? Yes, exactly. That is what I discovered going through the exercise last time. I wasn't paying attention to enough. And so 
This will be interesting. Okay, me too. All right, then let's go ahead and take some nice deep breaths together. I like to just start you out with some square breathing so that you can take a moment to get comfortable. So if you're driving in your car and you can't do this with us right now, then just pause it for later, but come back to us. Do not forget this is for you. This is a fun exercise and it's going to be eye-opening. So if you're with us now, just go ahead and take a nice deep breath for about four seconds in and I'll guide you through that. So breath in two, three, four. Now pause two, three, four. Now take a nice deep breath out two, three, four, and now pause two, three, four, and just allow yourself to get relaxed. And we might even do it one more time now in order to just give you one more round of nice, even breathing to remind your system, you're ready to learn. You're ready to engage. So nice deep breath in two, three, four, pause two, three, four, now out two, three, four, and now pause two, three, four. And now I want you to allow your mind's eye to just picture yourself walking down a beautiful path. And you might need to shut your eyes for this if they're not yet, but allow yourself to just get comfortable in whatever seat you're in so that you can just give yourself over to this exercise even more fully now where you're picturing this path could be on a low bridge. It could be on a a forest path, but either way, it's leading you to a space inside of yourself. And it might look like woodsy or a room, but it's a place with some sort of walls or surroundings or fencing just to let you know there's this clearing for you to do your work and it's spacious. And what you'll also notice that inside of this space are parts of yourself. In internal family systems, we have different names for these, like the firefighter. But what I want you to do here with the Enneagram is I want you to really look at yourself as far as what are each of your Enneagram types inside of you doing. And you might even start with the easiest one, which might be your type. But I want you to just imagine that all nine types are potentials inside of you, and they might even take on a form. You might see them as an object, or for for most of us, we see them as just versions of ourselves that look like that type. So you might picture, what does the type one inside of you look like right now? And I'll walk through each of them briefly to let you have a space with that. So what does the type one inside of you look like? Is it very fair and good and judgmental? Are there certain clothes you would be wearing in your one space? Is it doing anything? Is there a look on your one's face? As you look at that part of you that is a one, I want you to remember it with grace and with love. Don't be condemning to it. And the same is going to be true for all of these. Offer that part of yourself a look of love, maybe even imagine yourself just saying thank you or giving it a an arm rub or touch. But either way, you're just saying thank you for trying to protect me because that's what each of these parts ultimately is doing. I want you to do that same thing with your two. I want you to look at that heart of love space and see whether it's skewed or whether it's on point, how it looks, what it's doing. I want you to notice whether it's healthy or not and allow yourself some time to just notice it with love and thank that part of you 
Now we're moving on to three, and I want you to look at your achiever part of you and notice how the performing is going, whether it's going. What your three is looking like, whether they're tired or weary or full of energy. And I want you to look at that part of you with love and that and gratitude. I want you to look at the four part of you. I want you to see this depth, this person that cares, this part of you that goes deep and is not afraid of the darkness, that knows that beauty is created in the deeps. And I want you to show love to that part of yourself too. Think about what this part is doing or saying or experiencing. I want you to look at the five part of yourself, the part of yourself that wants to focus and observe, the part of yourself that wants to research or needs to research. And I want you to see how it's trying to help you. And I want you to look at this part of yourself with love and gratitude as well. Now I want you to look at that sixth part of you that is planning, that is troubleshooting, that is working together with you to make sure things are safe. And I want you to notice whether it's over or under functional or very balanced. And I want you to thank that part of you for trying to defend you so well. I want you next to look at your seven, the part that's bounced around or maybe is currently bouncing around, trying to bring joy. And I want you to see the hope and the anticipation of this seven and understand what it's trying to do to protect you. And maybe it's inactive right now, or maybe it's active. I want you to notice that and give it a smile and encourage that part of yourself just the way they encourage others. And now I want you to look at your eight part of yourself, the part of you that protects and defends And I want you to see if it's active right now and if it's overactive. I want you to see how it looks, what the posture is. And I want you to pay attention to what could be done and what needs to be done with that eight. And I also want you to make sure you thank that part of you. And lastly, I want you to look at your nine, the part of you that longs for peace, the part of you that loves others and sees every perspective. I want you to look and see whether it's active or not. I want you to notice it in a way that sometimes the nine doesn't feel noticed. I want you to really make an especial gesture to it to thank that nine for doing what it's done. And now as you take one more deep breath, I want you to look at as a survey as yourself that you just survey these nine pieces of yourself and you see how they're moving in rhythm together or not moving in rhythm together. You see how one piece of yourself may be over-identifying or trying to protect you in a way that is actually not helpful. You may see some that are dormant, not doing anything. I want you to encourage those parts of yourself. And as you consider your relationship in your marriage, I want you to think about how those parts of yourself are helping and hurting. And then lastly, I want you to make a brief plan. And if you're able to take a second, write it down 
because we know that there's about a 30 something percent chance of doing something by thinking of it and a 90% chance if you've read Atomic Habits, if you actually write it out and plan for it. So I want you to plan to take good care of these parts of yourself. Even if it takes a few minutes to get this after the podcast's over, don't leave this part of your day without writing it down. And when you're ready, go ahead and open your eyes and just be thankful for these pieces of yourself that are trying to protect you and knowing you're doing your work, give yourself a pat on the back. So thank you for doing that exercise, Jen. Did you find it helpful? Oh my gosh. I love this exercise. It makes me feel so relaxed at the end of it. You just have such a soothing voice, Mm -hmm. but also I literally can imagine nine parts of me. And I think this is an area that we don't hear about too much in Enneagram. I think a lot of times we hear about you know, just our specific type and we're focused on our type. So when I learned I was a one, I was like, I'm just going to find out everything about a one. And Mm -hmm. I don't think about having different aspects of the Enneagram. And then to let alone thinking about having nine types inside of me is just another concept that has been hugely eye opening. But Mm -hmm. it really makes a lot of sense when we think about, you know, our wing work or our arrow work. And then outside of those four, what else do we have? And that leaves four other types that we really just maybe don't access at all. Mm. And so for me, a similar thing came up where I don't really access my five. And I've been thinking about Mm. since we did this exercise, how I can access my five and different ways to do that and Mm. how I can just find even more balance so that I'm accessing nine types because it really helps me in my main Enneagram type to be able to do that. Wow. Oh, wow. That's huge. And how it can bless your family when you take some focus research, looking backwards like a five can do, uh, savoring. I mean, these are just beautiful practices for you and for all of us. Exactly. And the looking back is something that I rarely do. And so that's something that I am looking at just in the types that do look back is like, okay, how can I do that? And maybe I need to look at old photographs or just reminisce more and not be so either present or future focused because that's where I tend to lead into. And so this has been very helpful for me in that respect. Oh, that's beautiful. It makes me think of the five looking at old photographs or taking time with, mm-hmm. you know, uh, journaling and the fives that I know that are healthy. They really call me to do this. And they're just like, Hey, I'm just savoring our experience together. And I'm looking back and I'm like, wait, what? You know, so it's so good for us to do that together. I know both of us need that. And so when we do these practices, no, we're doing them with you. And it just blesses me to hear that, Jen. And I hope that the listeners, I hope you out there got to discover something about yourself. Maybe you discovered your four was leading the show with lament, or maybe your six was overactive and just overly planning. And so I love also that in this exercise, we can be generous to ourselves and understand we're growing and we're pacing, but we don't have to be condemning of ourselves when we see these moves. And so thank you for uh, being vulnerable with us, Jen, to do that. I loved that. Oh, my pleasure. That was actually really useful for me. And I think one thing that I love about this exercise, and I'm so glad you recorded it now so that I can go back and do it again, is in different seasons, I notice sometimes an Enneagram type is leading too much um, or, you know, just taking over or just not getting any attention. And so it's nice to come back to this and say, okay, where am I at right now? And do I need to find better balance and to pay attention to it? 
Yes. Oh my goodness. And it, it really changes your legacy. Jen and I talk every Monday and we get to talk through like, how are our legacies in our lives changing from implementing these tools? And we would love for you to be part of our team where we get to interact with you about this too. So make sure you check out the collective as a way to build yourself up and your relationship up. Your family will be so happy to know that you're doing your work because you're going to show up so much better for them. So I'm very excited for the work we're doing for the work we're going to do together. And all of that is in the show notes. You can also email Jen and you can share your email to Jen if they have any questions. Yes, please email me at Enneagram and Merits, Jen with two N's at Gmail. And I would be happy to answer any questions that anyone has about the collective or just any concerns. And I really, I love to hear from people. I have great dialogues with people and just get to connect with them. So that's awesome. Yes, absolutely. And Jen takes clients. So if you're just thinking this collective is great, but I really need the one-to-one, we do that too. So we have you covered. I hope you had a wonderful time with the exercise. I know we did. Thanks, Jen. Yes. Thank you so much, Krista. And I hope to meet some more people in the collective very soon. Yes. I'm so grateful that you could truly take some time out for you to learn about your internal Enneagram script. Isn't that fascinating? So I hope that you got some great info for yourself to look at, and I hope you were able to really give yourself some love to say you are doing the best you can, but I have a really good reminder about how we can find joy together and how we can let go of some of this stress together. So I want to offer you that. I, Krista, do. I know Jen does, and I hope that if If you need a deeper dive, that you will join us for the Enneagram Collective. And for the sake of order, we are closing our doors November 2nd. So make sure you come on in before November 2nd, 2022 and check out if you're listening later when we reopen again. But make sure you come on in now if you need the help now. Don't wait. I also hope that you guys just have a great week. Everything you need for that is in the show notes. And you let us know if you need anything else. We will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening with us. It was so wonderful to have you. I love knowing we're doing this journey together, not perfectly, but with love, grace, and hopefully some fun too. If you love today's episode, make sure you leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcast or Spotify so others can find it too. Visit our show notes so you can get all the links from today's show, as well as EnneagramAndMarriage.com, the Instagram, the Facebook, and all over the place. Make sure you spread the word. Love living intentionally with you. Bye-bye.